In today's show, we will conclude with the help of Hashem, Sefer Zmanim. With Hilchas Chanukah, Peder Gimel, and Dalad, we begin Sefer Nashim, Peder Kalaf. Hilchas Chanukah, Peder Gimel. Loch Alf Baishen, during the times of the second Mesa Mekosh, Keshemolcho. Keshemolcho, Yovim Gozru, Xeris HaYisrael, in the Geisha Greek kingdom, enacted terrible decrees upon Klal Yisrael, Bitlu Dosam, and annulled the Yiddish religion. Velenicho, Isam, Lassik, Viteri, Bimitzis, didn't allow them to learn to and perform Mitzis. The Poshto Yodim of Menu Bibnisim, and they spread their hands. They, they robbed the Eden's money and their women, and they entered the Hechel, and they breached boundaries and they made that was that which was pure, impure, and they caused a lot of tzars to the Eden. And saved them from their hands. The Hashminoim, who came from a family of Kehanim Gedolim, and killed them, and saved the Eden from their hands. They established a king from the Kehanim, from their family, and kingdom returned to Klal Yisrael. Yes, on the same shon and Chobin Hashem, more than two hundred years until the second base of was destroyed. Base. And when the Yidden overpowered the Goyim and destroyed them, their enemies, that occurred on the 25th of the month of Kislev. They only found one small jug, cruise of oil. It had sufficient oil to light only for one day. And it lit the Menorah for eight consecutive days until they had enough time to grind new oil that was tahir and use that oil to light the Menorah. Because of this miracle, the sages of that generation established that the eight days beginning with the 25th of Kislev should be days of rejoicing and hallow, and the recitation of hallow. We light candles going into the evening at the door entrance each night of these eight nights to show through to publicize the miracle. These days are called the days of Hanukkah. They're forbidden to be eulogized and fasting on, like the days of Purim. The lighting of these candles is of rabbinic origin, as is the, the reading of the Megillah. Whoever is obligated in reading the Megillah is liable, is to light the Neir of the Menorah. One who lights the Menorah on the first night of Hanukkah, and doesn't make it and but and didn't yet light or make the brach him about extremely shmik to brachish also nisim avasin of shachion doesn't make the hadlik name because he hasn't in menorah and the shah her later saw the other night a madlik mavarich time the one who's lighting the menorah says to brachish vahoraya the onlook mavarich achas makes one brachim shame of vachim shachion or elab lail harishim because the brach shachion was recited only on the first night of Hanukkah. hey mcholyam vm shmenis a yomim elon gave him a sahalo each day of Hanukkah we complete the entire hal, the fun of a shaker chulam, says of its avano, ligmenis a halo, ben yoch ben sibur, whether the person be dominant by himself or together with the community. Afa pishakris a halo mitzvah, misafrim, mavarichal of a shaker chulam, says of its avano, even though this mitzvah is of rabbinic origin, as the chulam enacted that whenever we have a simcha, a giola, we should recite halo. Nevertheless, we make a bracha vitzivano that the Ibsha commanded us to recite the halakh kadosh mavarichal and megillah vala eruv, just like we make a bracha before reciting the megillah and before we enact an eruv. She called vadish al devrei mavarichan alof, because whenever it comes to a matter, even of rabbinic origin that is established on on factual and actual practice 
we make a brachon of Dovash from Medivrehem, but something that is of a rabbinic origin. But the nature of its practices, based on a doubt, could get myself to my, for example, tithing fruits, produce of which we don't know if these fruits were tithed properly. We do not recite a bracha when we when we set aside these maestres. Why then do we make a bracha second of if its entire purpose of being established was only out of doubt because at those times he didn't know when Yomtev, when Yishchidosh was established, this was enacted so they shouldn't come to behave lightly in regards to the second day of Yomtev. It's not just halal of Hanukkah, that is of rabbinic origin. It's always of rabbinic origin in any situation in which we complete the entire halal. Eight days throughout the year, it's a mitzvah to complete the Entire recitation of Halal. Elohein, Shmeni Samiachag, the eighties of Sukkot, Shmeni Samiachag, eighties of Chanukah, Verishen. Shal Pesach, Vyem Etzares, the first day of Pesach, and the day of Shavuos. Avar Shoshonim, Im Kipurim, Im Bahen Halal. Verishen, you make Tshuva Vida Vafachet because they are days of Tshuva, of fear and awe. Leib Meisim Chavis Seder, not days of extra joy, extra happiness. For Leib Tikkun Halal, but Purim, Halal wasn't established on Purim. Shekriyas Hamigil Hi Halal because the reciting of the Megillah that substitutes the saying of Halal. From here, the Me'i is Machadish, that if someone, do, someone doesn't have a Megillah on Purim, they should recite the Halal. Zayn, Mokem Shaisin Yomtev Shenei Yomim, locations that keep two days of Yomtev, such as in Chutz La'oretz, in Gevin, Nisa Halal, Echod, Ve'esem Yom, 21 days throughout the year, we recite entire Halal. Tisha, Me'echag, 9 days of Sokes, Shmeni, Me'echanke, 8 days of Chanke, Shnei Yom, Pesach, the two first days of Pesach, Shnei Yom, Shal Tzeres, and two days of Shuos, of Rosh HaChadashim, but when it comes to the Rosh HaChadash, Kriya Halal Minig, it's a custom for any mitzvah, we're not commanded to do so. Minig Zebet Sibur, reciting the recitation of Halal. This minig is done only if it's recited together with a community. Therefore, to differentiate between this kriya, which is a minig, to the kriya, which is a mitzvah, we recite it by skipping over certain portions of Halal. We do not recite the bracha before we read the Halal. A person who's davening by himself in Rishchid should make a bracha before Halal. If he began the Halal, he should complete. You should complete his recitation of Halal, but read by skipping over the parts, just like the community skips over. So to this refers to Cholmet Pesach, we should read by skipping over certain parts, as one recites Halal and Rishchidosh. Then he skips a portion. Then he skips over continues This is the common practice. Some people have a minute to skip over different portions. Test. entire day is fit to recite the halal. One who reads the halal backwards. So he says one capital, and he says the capital before it. He hasn't fulfilled his chiv. He read the halal in order, but between each of the kapitlach he waited. Even if he waited enough time to finish the recitation of halal, Yatsis fulfilled his chiv. Days on which we complete the recitation of halal, he's allowed to pause between each of the prakim, each of the kapitlach. He shouldn't pause in the middle of a kapitel. But in days that we skip throughout the halal, he's allowed to pause even in the middle of a chapter of the halal. Every day in which we complete the halal, we make a bracha before. Places that have the custom to make a bracha after reciting halal, some places have the custom 
to double the Pasik Ma'itcha Kiani Sani at Sefer Al until the end of that capital. Vakaifin Koldava Vadavish De Pamin to recite each Pasik twice. Makum Shnogal Ichbo Ichbo, Makum Shnogal Shla Ichbo in Kaiflin. It depends on the practice of that location whether to double these Pesukim or not. This was the practice of reciting the Halal during the times of the Oli Chachamim. After the person who's reciting the Halal for the Tzibur makes a Baruch, everybody responds with the word Everybody responds with Everybody responds with Everybody responds with each pasuk, each stanza which was recited by the Chazan Atlat, was responded with Halaluka by the Kehillah. So that the Halaluka was responded by the community 123 times in total. Similar hem, and a monarch for this is Shneisu Shalaharin, the days of the life of Aharin. When the one reciting the Halal begins, a new chapter, a new capital in Halal, in Chizrin Vaimri Mashomar. The Kahilo should repeat the word of the beginning of that chapter. Kate said, What is implied? The Kahilo repeat those same words. So it reaches the next capital of Hafti Kishma Shem is killed. The Kahilo should repeat those we respond with Halalukam, but when it comes to the beginning of a, of a new capital within Halal, we recite the same words that the Chazan is saying. This is done even though it's not the beginning of a portion. In fact, it's in the middle of a Pasuk. Being that this is a new portion in Tehillim, if the one who's reciting half for the community is a minor servant or woman, the community must recite not just halalukah, but they have to recite each word that the minor, the one who's not mechuyiv, is saying halal. This was the first common practice, and it's fit to follow this way. I've seen many different various ways of responding halal. None of the customs are similar to other customs of different locations. So, how many lights should one light for Hanukkah? The mitzvah is the base mitzvah is that in each house one candle should be lit. Regardless if there were many people in the household or only one person. So, the hidden mitzvah is to light a candle, an individual candle, for each of the members of the household, whether they be men or women. We light a candle for each individual on the first night, and then we add for each individual an additional candle. But base case, it was implied that if he had 10 people in his household, first night number one would be like 10. And that's uh, night number two, we light 20. Night number three, we light 30. To the extent that when it comes to the eighth night, 80 candles are lit. The common practice, however, in all the cities of Spain, to light the first night, only one candle, to add an additional candle on the subsequent nights. So that in the, night, in the eighth night, there are eight candles. This would be regardless of if there are many people in the household or only one person. If a lamp has two 
edges where the wicks extend from it can be counted for two individual people if he filled up a plate with oil and surrounded it with wicks if he covered over the oil with a vessel each of the wicks that are extending from underneath that keili are considered a nair for a person who wants to fulfill the mitzvah like kafalei nasas if he didn't impose over it a vessel it has the, the status of a bonfire and even for one even to have the gather of one candle doesn't have so nobody fulfills the chiyuv hey we shouldn't light the candles of Hanukkah before the sun sets rather whilst it's setting not before later if one forgot or advertently didn't light the candles with sundown he should continue lighting until people leave the marketplace how long is this time about half an hour give or take of his if this time passed he shouldn't then light one when lighting the candle should place in it enough oil so that it would burn for half an hour if he lit it and it went out he isn't required to light it a second time. If it continues burning after half an hour, if he wants to remove it or extinguish it, he may do so. All oils and wicks are kosher for the light of the Hanukkah candles. Even if the oils aren't drawn off the wick, or the wicks are of a certain material that don't light well. This applies even to the nights of Shabbos during the days of Hanukkah. When it's permitted to light with these questionable oils and, and wicks, which one would be forbidden to light Shabbos candles with. The reason of this permission is because when it's forbidden to have any benefit from the light of the Hanukkah candles, whether during Shabbos or the weekday, and therefore one wouldn't come to be mate, wouldn't come to tilt and be over the Easter of Machabe or Mavi. It's forbidden to count and check money by the light of the Hanukkah candles. It's missed to place the Hanukkah candles at one's door entrance facing the outside of his house with any handbreadth that's close to the door frame. I'll smell to the left of the person who's entering the home. If he's living in an attic, should place it by his window that is facing the Public street. If he placed it above 20 yamas of the street, he hasn't done anything because it's not recognizable by the people standing downstairs. During a time of Sakon, when we aren't allowed to fulfill mitzvahs in public, we place the Hanukkah licht inside our homes. Even if he placed it on his table, that is sufficient. Being that it's forbidden to use, to have any benefit from the light of the Hanukkah licht, he has, to, he has to have another source of light. That he's going to use. If he, a, if he has a bonfire in he doesn't need another candle because he uses the light of the bonfire. If he's a person of prestige, who doesn't use a bonfire for light, he requires another candle to use and benefit its light. The lights of the candles, the, the lights of the Hanukkah are lit by a a deaf mute, an imbecile, a minor, or a goy, that is of no significance. Until one who is mukhuyev lights the candles. He lit the candles inside and then placed the chanaklicht outside at the entrance of his house. He hasn't done anything until he puts them in its correct place and then lights it.
If you lit the candles whilst holding the candelabrum, he hasn't done anything. Because the, the bystander says he's lighting a candle for his own personal needs, not for the mitzvah. If a lantern was lit going through the entire Shabbos, you should extinguish it, make the brach, and then light the candle anew. Because it's the lighting of the candle that is the mitzvah, not placing down the lantern that is the mitzvah. It's permissible to use a candle. From the Chanukah to light another candle of a Chanukah, we're not concerned of Bizei Mitzvah. Yud Chotzes Shal Shnei Pesach Mishtei Ruchah is a quarter that has entrances at two different locations, i.e., north, south, or east and west. Tzricha Shnei Neis that requires two candles at at each at each entrance. Shemer Yehim Ruchah Even Baruch Zu Lohiniach Nei Chanukah Lest the people pass by one location say that he hasn't placed in the other in the other location either. If both entrances were on the same side of the street, he's allowed to light the Hanukkah at any entrance that he desires. A person who from location A, who is now in location B, who knows that in location A they're lighting the Hanukkah on his account, doesn't have to light the Hanukkah candles in location B. doesn't have a if there's nobody in location A to light for him, he has to light in location B, and he pitches in for the cost of the oil. If he has another house somewhere else even if in location A they are lighting for him and in his account he has to light in the other house in house C that he is at even because of the of the people who are passing by it's a very precious mitzvah to bring awareness of the great miracles of the even if he is very poor and his only source of income is from charity so say he should borrow money or sell the garment on his back to purchase oil and wicks to light the Hanukkah if he has one small coin he can either buy wine for Kiddush or oil and wicks for the Hanukkah he should first buy the Hanukkah being that both are of rabbinic origin it's best to use these monies to buy Hanukkah because it has an additional dimension which is the commemoration of the miracle if one has in front of him enough money to buy Shabbos candles or he would only be able to buy Hanukkah or can money to buy Shabbos licht or wine to buy for Kiddush the Shabbos candles come first take precedence because the extent of Shalom Bais is to was all the way that the Ibishu's name is, is rubbed out when it comes to the Megiddo of the Saito. God Hashalim concludes that Amam Sefer's manim, great is peace. Because the Torah was given to make, the entire union of Torah was to make Shalom in this world. Thus we conclude Sefer's manim. We continue with the help of Hashem to the fourth book of the Rambam. Sefer Nashim. The Rambam begins as he does with, with each Sefer with the Kri of Kiddush Hashem, Veshem Hashem Keiloilam, quoting from a Pasuk from Mishlei, Teres Chachem, Keir Chaim, Lossim and Mekshim Avis. Sefer V, who was Sefer Nashim, Hilchis of Chamish, Vizel Sidurim, the Pai Balachas, Hilchis Ishos, Hilchis Gershon, Hilchis Ibn Chalitza, Hilchis Naira Besola, Hilchis Seita, Hilchis Ishos, Yashbechlan, Abra Mitzis, Tafur Mitzis, and this set of Halachas. Shtay Mitzis Esev, Shtay Mitzis Lesesev, Zapratan Lisa Isha Bixil Vikidushan, to marry a woman. By first prefacing it with the act of Ksub and Kedushin, it's reverse of, of not marrying a woman without Ksub and Kedushin, not to withhold 
the rights a husband has to provide for the for his wife. To have children together with his wife. is going to give a general outline of how one is to fulfill the mitzvah of marriage after Matan Teira, and at the end of the Perik list different relationships that Teira forbids us from having. A man would meet the woman in the marketplace, in the street, if both would consent, he would be intimate with her, making her his wife. Once the Teira was given, the Eden were commanded, if a man wants to marry a woman, he has to perform an act of purchase. He has to purchase him in the presence of witnesses. And only then she becomes a married woman. This process of acquisition is a fulfillment of a positive mitzvah. In the following three ways, a woman is able, they, that, that formalizes the, the, uh, the process of acquisition. With money, with the document, or, or by being intimate with them. Biblical origin and um, the effectiveness of this transaction through money is of rabbinical origin. This act of kiddushin, is, uh, this act of, of acquisition is called kiddushin or erisin in all places where the Rambam is going to discuss this halacha. A woman who is um, consecrated through any of these manners of acquisition, she's considered Mekodeshes or Meoreses. Once this process of acquisition has been formalized and she's considered Mekodeshes, even though the marriage wasn't consummated and she hasn't moved in to live with her husband, she's considered a married Woman, she's considered an Aishas Ishra. Whoever is intimate with her, with the exception of her husband, is liable to capital punishment. And if her husband wants to divorce her, that requires a bill of divorce. If both consent, he would pay her her wage. And then he would continue on his way. Once the Torah was given the Kadesha, this act is, is prohibited. Who's ever intimate with a woman? Um, without prefacing it with an act of Kedusha, because he had relations with a Kedusha. Hey, call any relationship with the Tatars. Who the Tater said one is liable for its transgression with uh, with the punishment of Karis, famous with Parshas Achrimis, and they are the ones, those relationships are the ones listed in Parshas Achrimis, and in the case Arayas, they're referred to as Arayas. So, each of the individual Arayas, Lashinach, is called an Evrak again. For example, Aim, one's mother, Vaachi's sister, Bas, and Lutov Chayitzbeh. The other relationships that are prohibited. Um, on rabbinic origin, they're considered shnies, the Arisurim of secondary nature, because they are relatives of the Arais. Each of these women are called a shnia. There are 20 shnias, and they are as follows. Number one, one's mother's mother, this continues without any any interruption. Even one's mother's mother's mother until going back, all generations is prohibited on this man. Base. A mother's one's mother's father's mother. 
aim of if one's father's mother of Zuin Lahevsik, this has no um, interruption or filo aim aim of if this goes back even to one's father's mother's mother all the way back. Dalad. Aim of Yavav, one's father's father's mother, Bovad. Five. Aishas of Yavav, one's father's father's wife, Vizua in Lahevsik. And this goes back without any interruption. A filo Aishas Yankiv Avina Sura al Achimimimeno, that means that the the, the wife of Yaakov Avinu is forbidden to to be married to any of us. Vav, Eishes Avi Imer Bovad, one's mother's father's wife. Zayin, Eishes Achi Ha'av, Minu Eimon's father's brother's wife. Um, whose father and his brother are brothers, uh, are maternal relatives. Ches Eishes Achi Ha'av, Ha'im Beimin Ha'im Beimin Ha'av. One's mother's brother's wife, whether. His mother and her brother are relatives through the father through their mother. Test Kalas Benoi, one son's daughter of Zuin Lahevsik, and this continues without any interruption. A filo Kalas Ben 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 Benoi, Atsev Kolaylam, Asura, even one son's and son's daughter, or until all generations is forbidden, Achatia, Eishes Echad Mimenu, Shnia Yankov Avino, to the extent that any of them would be considered a Shnia to Yakov Avino. Yod Kalas Bite Bovad, one's daughter's daughter, no, Yod Alf Bas Bas Bene Bovad, one son's daughter's daughter, Yod Bas Bas Ben Bene Bovad, one son's son's daughter, and Gimma Bas Bas Bite Bovad, one's daughter's daughter's daughter, Yod Alf Bas Ben Bite Bovad, one's daughter's son's daughter, Tezvav Bas Ben Ben Ishte Bovad, one's wife's son's son's daughter, so he would be marrying a woman who from an, from a as a second marriage already has these grandchildren great grandchildren tazain bas 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 ishtabavad one's wife's daughter's daughter's daughter yudzain aim aim av ishtabavad one's wife's father's mother's mother ches aim av aim ishtabavad one's mother's father's mother's one's wife's mother's father's mother yutes aim 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 ishtabavad one's wife's mother's mother's mother chof aim Av Avi Ishtebovad one's wife's father's father's mother. Nimto Hashnia is Shain Lahen Hefsik So if we're to summarize and list all the Fushniyas that go back without any interruption, they're as follows. Aim Haim Adlamaira, one's mother's mother, going back even one's mother's mother's mother, so on and so forth. The Aim Hoav Adlamaira, one's father's mother, all the way back. The Aishas Avi Hoav Adlamaira. The wife of one's father's father, the Aishas Ben Benoi, Adlamata, and the wife of one's son's son, all the way down without any interruption. Zain, Any relation with a woman who the Tater did not prohibit with the punishment of Kharis um, are considered, but the Tater still yet prohibits them, they're considered an Iser love. A a, a relationship with the Torah pro prohibited us to be with. And they also call the prohibitions of Kedusha. They are nine. They are as follows. A widow to a high priest. A divorcee. A is a woman who was who had relations with a with a person who the Torah says she cannot marry. A chalala would be a woman who the coin is prohibited to being intimate with, or a child of that relationship. These are these women are prohibited to marry either kengadol or kengheded. Umamzeres, a woman a, who was born not out of wedlock, but whilst her mother was married, she had a child from a, from a different man. The ben yisrael should be prohibited to marry a yisrael or a Jew, a Jewish person, either kengheded or yisrael or bas yisrael or same applies for Yiddish woman to marry a mamzer. Bas Yisrael, for Yiddish girl to marry La Meini Umayovi. Bas Yisrael, the Pitzu Daka Krushufcha, a Jewish woman is prohibited to marry a male whose reproductive organs 
do not function. person permitted to marry his divorced wife if she married somebody else in the interim. A woman whose husband passed away without having any children, who married somebody else without first doing the process of Yibamachalita to her deceased husband's younger brother. This woman, who if she didn't want to perform the Yibam, the, uh, so she receives chalitza. So she's considered a divorcee, of based on rabbinic origin. It's forbidden. She's prohibited to marry a kohen. Van sinim, v'gevenim harem kemamzedim, echad zchar mechem nekeves. Vasulim to be suffering, and we are prohibited to marry any of them. Rabbi Hilchas Suri Bia, he's buried chama him. Van sinim and Hilchas Suri Bia. The Ram is going to discuss what these nesinim are. Ches v'yesh isu biyasin baase. The certain relationships, for which there's a an isu resulting from a a positive mitzvah. Ve'enu mechayov ilavin. But they are, and they aren't prohibited by in a negative commandment. and they are as follows. Three of them are as follows: Mitzri, Ve'adomi, an Egyptian, and Adamite derishim with their shiny first and second generation. Echos chan mechan nekevis, both males and females. Or Baula, the kain gadol, a non-virgin too, a kain gadol. The fish leinamer be'elul yavi. These are called Suri say because by them it doesn't say that they shouldn't have relationships with these women. Lo hikach, or not to perform. Rather, from the Lashon of the Pasuk that says that during the third generation, meaning the third generation of the converts, they should enter the congregation of the that a prohibition that is derived from a a positive mitzvah has the status of a positive mitzvah, and therefore, being that the Torah specifically prohibit these relationships, therefore they're not considered the Surah Lavin, rather they're considered the Surah Asay.